Subhumans, this is Intern Corey welcoming you to the second annual Throbby Awards. And now here's your hosts and my bosses, Greg of the Dead and Brett from Dimension Z. Hello, all you gore fiends and horror hounds. This is Brett from Dimension Z, joined as I am every week by Greg of the Dead. How you doing, man? Happy Throbbies! Happy end of year two, going into year three. Yeah, so if you're newer to the show, we did this last year, the end of our year. So like when we started as a podcast, uh, we do this as like a fun little look back on everything we covered the past year and everything. I mean, real quick, can you can you believe it's been two years already? Negative, no. no. Sometimes it feels way longer to me, like, oh, I've always been doing this. And sometimes I'm like, it can't be that old already. Well, especially, like, there's been times where we, like, have recorded three times in a week, and it's like, then the next week, we would just do, like, one episode we record, and I'm like, it feels like we haven't recorded in years. Yeah, I'm like, I know that I'm supposed to be, be like, way behind and freaking out on editing right now, aren't I? Yeah. <laughs> but yeah, so, we wrapped up year two with Basket Case that you heard this past Friday, and so, I dude, I've been chomping at the bit to get to this. This is, like, my favorite, like weird little extra thing we do became after we did the first one yeah and this one even we have a little bit extra things going on we had intern we have an intern intern Corey did a nice little intro for us yeah and we did way more the first year we hit 50 episodes and a couple bonuses we hit like over 10 bonuses i think on year two and i think 64 regular episodes oh because we would just go and be like oh shit nope is in theaters you want to go do nope and just release it on like a tuesday sure we did a bunch of those oh yeah and then like we did like double features we did uh for like christmas we did the holiday horror double feature we did double features all halloween so yeah yeah friday the 13th we did one of the original and the remake oh yeah so we got lots this year to choose from oh interviews yeah, we did those, which also I expanded the nominees this year because of that. Last year, I capped it at six. I let it go up to eight per category this year for that reason. Oh, shit. Okay. All right. So I believe last year we kicked this whole thing off with the ver- with the best song category, which we will do yes. again. Let's buzz. All right. So the way this works, I came up with all the nominees and the Academy, Brett, will decide the winners. Hi! <laughs> I can get yelled at in the group chat again. <laughs> yeah, so the nominees for best song are the Happy Camper song from Sleepaway Camp 2, Unhappy Campers. Alright. Party Time from Return of the Living Dead. Oh, okay. Killer Clowns from Outer Space by the Dickies from the Namesake movie. Oh, that's awesome. The Hide and Seek song from Ready or Not. Okay, yeah. March of the Insane from Studio 666, the big song they're playing that you can listen to on Spotify. Yeah. The Ballad of Harry Warden from My Bloody Valentine. (laughs) I'm going to get yelled at. (laughs) Red Right Hand from Scream. Oh, okay, that's a hard one to beat. And the cover of Nazi Punk's Fuck Off from Green Room. Oh, shit. Okay, that's even really even harder, because I just like that song in general. Can you run through them real quick once? Yes. Happy Camper Song, Party Time, Killer Clowns from Outer Space, Hide and Seek, March of the Insane, Ballad of Harry Warden, Red Right Hand, Nazi Punks Fuck Off. 
I'm going to say the Killer Clowns from Outer Space song by the Dickies, because that's one that went on my playlist, like, immediately after we did that episode. As many of the movies we do with songs, like, the songs go on this playlist. But, like, Red Right Hand's on there, but I don't find myself going to that one very often. Like, if I'm running to the store that's, like, two minutes away real quick, I'll just put on that Killer Clown song. So I'm going that. The throbby goes to Killer Clowns from Outer Space by the Dickies. Brett, that actually was my pick as well. My picks right. don't count people, but I will let Brett know. Awesome. Uh, and that didn't they do something where they did the music from Killer Clowns and the Dickies toured around and played that live? Well, yeah, they still play that song live sometimes, yeah. That'd be so cool to see. Alright, so that was a throbby for the best song. The throbby for last year, you yelled at me for even nominating anyone else but the best couple category last right. year you will well, remember went to red and mandy because they're the greatest that's the greatest love story that's ever been told well let's see if any of these hold a candle pearl and howard from oh, x okay david and alex from american werewolf in london okay big john and little john from halloween kills oh i those i actually do love them <laughs> billy and kate from gremlins 2 the new batch Jeffrey and Elizabeth from Frankenhooker, Moe and Nicole from The Stuff, Dwayne and Sharon from Basket Case. Okay. <laughs> I have to go with Pearl and Harold from X, of course, because that entire movie, like, like Mandy, is based all on their love and how Pearl just wants to get deep-dicked by Harold one last time. Howard. Howard. Yeah, I, I figured that was going to get it, because honestly, that's what I... We're on, a, like, a straight-up... <laughs> all of them the same so far. This doesn't happen. Oh, yeah, because, I mean, that initial, like, when they finally do have sex, and that mega thrust, and her, like, oh, Howard! <laughs> it's like, yes, they are, like, they are the Red and Mandy of this year. Okay, good. Pearl and Howard from X. I'm glad to see X walking away with a throbby just because oh. it sounds appropriate for that movie. Oh, very much so. <laughs> uh, one I was very excited about, Best Fight. Mm. Okay. Gabriel versus the Seattle PD from Malignant. <laughs> mm -hmm. The Deadites versus the Two Kingdoms, Army of Darkness. Okay. Mrs. Voorhees versus Alice from Friday the 13th. All right. Dutch versus the Predator from Predator. That's not winning. Lefty versus Leatherface from Texas Chainsaw oh, Massacre oh. 2. Okay. Victor Crowley versus Reverend Zombie from Hatchet 2. And all of Haddonfield versus Michael Myers from <laughs> Halloween Kills. Including Lady with Iron. This one's tough. I don't know who you're going with with this one. Oh, that's because that um, malignant scene that like the entire movie's pretty batshit. And then it gets to that. And it's even like, for some reason, there's the 70s lady in there. There's like the <laughs> trucker lady. It's like all these people from different time periods put together. And then Gabriel like smashes out of her head. And even the reactions are like, holy shit. What the fuck? But that's yeah. not even the fight. That's the pre-fight fight. I'm talking when she breaks up into the police station. Well, he, whatever Gabriel is, it just starts destroying everything. Yeah, all, all the cops, yeah. But I have to, I'm going to go with, was it Lefty and Leatherface or Lefty versus the family? 
Uh, Lefty versus Leatherface specifically, but we can also wrap the rest into it. I'm going with that one just because it's such a huge buildup of him running into the compound, stopping to open the gate, running into the compound, uh, <laughs> acts like chainsawing all of the support beams down and constantly screaming. Um, the cook has no idea what's going on. He thinks that he's a competing restaurant owner. What is that, some kind of health food club? <laughs> yeah, he's trying to pay him off. Like, yeah, I'm going with that one, just because it's such a batshit scene and such an awesome movie. I'm very happy to see Texas Chainsaw 2 walking out with a throb. I did go Haddonfield versus Michael, just because, yeah. say what you want about Halloween Kills, that scene, though, holy shit. I could just rewind it and watch that over and over again. There's still parts of me that is mad about that scene, because it's like, how many people... So Michael can just take down like a hundred people, a thousand. What's the number that finally is going to overwhelm him? It's like those AI generated things. If it's like, it's a hundred thousand chickens versus three T-Rexes. Like (laughs) just line them all up. He'll take them all down. Yeah. All right. Best final girl, Brett. Oh, okay. This is a big one. This is always a big one. We have Alice from Friday the 13th. Okay. Oh, it, that's hard. That's, yeah. We have Sydney. Pre- oh, fuck me. Hang on. Real quick, if you made it this far, people, there are major spoilers for everything going forward. I'm, I forgot to mention this at the beginning. Oh, yeah. But for me to do this right, I couldn't, like, tiptoe around things. So if you don't want, especially when we get to some categories, mainly kills and things like that. Yeah. Look, or, you know what? Anything from here on out. If you're not caught up and you care about any of the movies we covered in the past year, that's from Army of Darkness to Basket Case, come back after you listen to that episode you're thinking of. Yeah, they're full spoilers. We're not holding back with this. This is the big award show. Come on. <laughs> yeah, I'm, I'm off my game. I meant to throw that at the beginning. Uh, where were we? Best Final Girl. Alice yes. Friday the 13th. Sydney Prescott from Scream. Mary Beth Dunstan from Hatchet 2. Mary Beth? Sally from the Texas Chainsaw Massacre, Grace from Ready or Not, Stretch from the Texas Chainsaw Massacre 2, Sarah, My Bloody Valentine, and Maxine from X. Uh, that end of X is awesome, though, where she is just driving away and just does a huge bump of coke. <laughs> it's like, I'm, a I'm still going to be a star. <laughs> But I have to go with Sydney just because of how badass she is. And even like at the very beginning. This is the one time I would have yelled at you if you picked anything <laughs> else here. Okay. At the very beginning, they're trying to make her look like, oh, it's the, you know, teenage girl. And no, oh, she doesn't know anything. And she's just so innocent. The very end, she's fucking shooting everyone. She's kicking ass. She's covered in blood. She's fucking tricking the killers and stuff. Has to be Sydney. She's badass. Hell yes. Definitely Sydney Prescott gets the throbby for the best final girl. All right, Brett. Best monster. New category. Oh, okay. Wait, no, not a new category. We did this last year, too. Okay. Spider Gremlin from Gremlins 2. Alright. Dracula from Dracula. Okay. King Ghidorah from Destroy All Monsters. He is my favorite kaiju. Oh, you think that's tricky? Don't worry, there's more coming that's gonna trip you up. (laughs) Belial from Basket Case. Yeah, I'm already having trouble. (laughs) Gabriel from Malignant. Okay. Brundlefly from The Fly. Okay. The Humanoids from The Deep. Okay. 
Werewolf David from American Werewolf in London, and Clownzilla from Killer Clowns from Outer Space. Well, I have to break say it down Dracula. here. What are you I have going to say with? Dracula. I have to say Dracula because it's Bella Lugosi. But it's runtime already halfway through. You're not doing the elimination. Sorry. Well, no, I'm doing the talk through. I don't go talk through it, but I have to say Dracula. I mean, I love Belial. You know, like if Dracula wasn't on there, I would probably say Belial. And then you throw in like Brindlefly in there, and he's traumatized me since I was a kid. I couldn't sleep all that night. Yeah, even how much I love Gabriel. Like he's brand new. Maybe do a few more episodes, like uh, movies, but under your belt, and you might get it. But I don't, I don't even think then, because there's no way you can beat Bella Lugosi. Every vampire after that movie <laughs> is based on Bella Lugosi. If you notice, I didn't nominate Godzilla for this because the only Godzilla we covered was Destroy All Monsters Godzilla, and I was not nominating Airbox and Godzilla for Best no. Monster. Oh, that would be laughable. <laughs> Yeah, so Dracula gets the Tharabi? Oh, it has to. Bella Lugosi gets that for sure, Dracula. That is just... I was, I, at first I was like, monster? But I was like, yeah, it's a monster. The universal what? Monsters, yeah. I get exactly. You. Believe me, I struggled on that too. I'm like, yeah, I guess he counts. He's the only one of these that is most likely going to be like getting laid or anything or going on dates whatsoever. Except Belial, he does... I was just about to say, did Belial gets laid? Yeah, he has a lot of kids. Uh, Brundlefly got laid kind of earlier. Oh, a lot. Yeah. <laughs> Where she's how like, do you don't know fluids how, left? how do you have any fluids left inside of you? So you know what that means. <laughs> well, speaking of Brundlefly, next category is my favorite for you, and it's the grossest body horror. Oh, awesome. Gabriel emerging and taking over from Malignant. Malignant cleaned house on these nominations, yeah. by the way. <laughs> And so did the next one, actually. Liquefied Body Inside Cotton Candy from Killer Clowns. Yeah. Seth's Transformation from The Fly. Okay. The Hooker Blob from Frankenhooker. Oh, yeah. Oh, that is disturbing. Freddy Taking Over Jesse from Nightmare on Elm Street 2. Eh. And New Meg's Tissue Rejection from Bride of Reanimator. Oh, that one's also good because there's a some good body horror in there. Like uh, the oh, killer like the clowns, spine falls back out. It's ugh. while she's screaming, and it's yes. all like, and, and you see like, and it's not even just like, oh, it's just whatever. It's all wet looking and whatnot. It's sinewy. Um, <laughs> I want to drop in the stretch sound bite. It's wet. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. <laughs> um. Well, I'm gonna take the. I, I like the liquefying cotton candy from Killer Clowns. I'm gonna say that's out. Okay. Just because, I mean, you see it a little bit, and you get to play with, like, it's kind of fucked up that they just drink you. Um, But I have to, and like you said, like, the bride reanimator of her falling apart, it's also just extremely sad. Yeah, it is really depressing a little bit, like, you were just born. But as, like, scarring to somebody, even, like, to this very day, it has to be Brundlefly's, like transformation over time especially that last transformation of like he becomes half of the machine and then it's finally like oh okay I guess you can kill me now dude I mean who are we kidding what else is this gonna go to though this was this was a formality to give it to the fly yes yeah, the throbby goes to the fly that is probably the grossest scene or maybe the grossest movie ever 
Like that society oh. is another horrible one like that. Like that's the only thing that could have given it competition, I think, but we covered yeah. them in separate years. Like I would have actually had to sit and think about the shunting versus the fly. That one would have been it, but I think it would have still come down to Brundlefly because the shunting is horrible, but Brundlefly like scarred me. Oh yeah, that makes sense. Definitely <laughs> the fly wins the throbby for the grossest body horror. Alright, this is a new category. Ooh, okay. This is the gone too soon throbby. So what this is is characters that died that we wish didn't. Oh, okay. We I have like this. Mrs. Oh, thank you. I was really proud of this one. One character specifically made me want to put this on here. But I think I know who you're talking about, and I hope he's on here. Mrs. Mac from Black Christmas, the den mother or whatever oh, she was, she just drank has, the whole time. Has like the million like little pint bottles of like liquor all around the house. Yes. We have Hollis from My Bloody Valentine. Of course. We have... I told you people, so I don't want to hear shit. I said spoilers. We have Dewey from Scream 2022. Oh, shit. God damn it, that's fucking hard. We have Pat Smear from Studio 666. Oh yeah, oh, okay. It's Mr. Smiles. I'm just happy to be here, guys. We have Meg from Reanimator. Okay. We have Elvis from Bubba Hotep. Okay, yeah. And we have Frank from Return of the Living Dead. Mm. Can you run through them real quick one yeah, more time? Yeah, Mrs. Mack, Hollis, Dewey, okay. Pat Smear, Meg, Elvis, and Frank. Ah, oh, fuck. Because that fucking Dewey scene when the new Scream movie happened, we're sitting there in the theaters, and we're seeing Dewey gets stabbed in the stomach. And I'm just like, he's fine. He gets gutted up to his chest, and there's blood spilling everywhere. He's fine. Yeah. <laughs> we, oh, we shit. He's dead. We see a body bag, and I'm, like, still trying to look at the toe tag to see, like, there's no way that's Dewey. Even in this movie, he's like, I've been stabbed nine times. Come on, guys. Like. <laughs> he is literally a walking scar. Even if he still came back as a zombie in the next one, I'd be like, yeah, of course, it's Dewey. Yep, but no, that Dewey rested in peace. That was just like, so because he's such he's like my favorite character in Scream, possibly. Yeah, he's definitely up there. Um, but I have to give it to Hollis from My Bloody yeah! Valentine. I love that guy so much. He was just seemed like such a good friend. If I remember, wasn't he crushing Molson's the entire time? Yes, like, he was with his mustache and just having the best time singing songs to the waitress about being a virgin. Dude, why'd they have to kill Hollis? He was the best. I love him so much. He is the best character. He's one of like, if there was a sequel to My Bloody Valentine and he lived, it's like, he better be in it. Dude, all the rest of the characters in that movie, I didn't care who was fodder for the pickaxe. I no. didn't want him to die. No, I loved Hollis. We Even in the episode, go back and listen to it, we spent a good amount of time on him. <laughs> so Hollis wins the very first Throbby for the Gone Too Soon award. Yes, somehow beating out Dewey. Yeah, dude, that's impressive on its own. And Pat Smear. <laughs> yeah, and Pat, well, I love Pat Smear, but he's Mr. Smiles through that whole movie. He is not an actor. No, he's he is the best and worst part of it, if you get what I mean. Like as far yeah. as like a acting and stuff, oh my oh. god, he's awful. But it's great watching him the entire time. 
Imagine if Dave Grohl died in that movie, and Pat Smear is the last one, and it's just him at the very end to stand there by himself just smiling, like, all my friends died. <laughs> <laughs> all right, so the next one is actually one of my favorite categories, and most difficult to come up with, but this will be the Throbby for the best ridiculous line. Okay, <laughs> this is going to be fun. Again, I don't know how this movie's clean in house. We had, what I say, 64 episodes, and this yeah. one keeps showing up on the Throbbies, but Killer Clowns from Outer Space, nobody hangs cotton candy like that. Okay. We have a naked American man stole my balloons <laughs> from American Werewolves. <laughs> nice shading on the demon penises from Deathgasm. Okay. We have. Well, everybody has to eat shaving cream once in a while from the stuff. <laughs> Everyone has to eat shaving cream every once in a while. We have It's Wet from Texas Chainsaw Massacre 2. <laughs> yeah, that's funny. We have I've changed the roles of this fairy tale. I'm no longer the wicked stepmother. I'm the evil queen from Hellraiser 2. Okay. And then rounding out the category, gotta go. I've got a date with a six-year-old boy from Child's Play. Oh, God. I forgot about that line completely. I'm surprised. Yeah, I gotta go tinkle. <laughs> I mean, look, when you compare the ridiculousness of though, like, no, it's gotta be date with a yeah. six-year-old boy is getting nominated. Yeah. Um, I, you, want, you want the quick version rundown? Yeah, real quick. Alright, no one hangs cotton candy like that. Uh, naked American man stole my balloons. Nice shading on the demon penises. Everyone has to eat shaving cream once in a while. It's wet. Change the rules of this fairy tale. I've got a date with a six-year-old boy. Um, well, the shading on the demon penises things out because that's Deathgasm, and I hated that movie. You did hate that movie. I forgot. That might be my most that. hated movie of the year. <laughs> okay. It's wet by stretch is really funny just because of also just her delivery of it. Yeah, that's honestly like, more oh. than the line itself. Yeah. You're not concerned that it's a face. Just it's no. wet. <laughs> it's wet. You're gonna ruin my makeup. <laughs> um, but I have to give it to Michael Moriarty with you gotta eat shaving cream every once in a while. Cause it's A a ridiculous line, and B, it's funny how he says it. In what scenario? I think we spent time on that episode. What scenario do you have to eat shaving cream ever? Well, it's just like Michael Moriarty's such a dickhead. And it's just like, oh, I guess everyone has to do that sometimes. Dude, this stuff is so underrated. I'm glad it walked out with a throbby. So the throbby for most ridiculous line goes to Michael Moriarty Mo from the stuff. I ha I cannot... um say like you need to watch the stuff if you haven't seen it not just because we covered it just because it is an awesome movie but it's also batshit it's one of those ones first time i saw it i hated it and i couldn't stop thinking about it so i watched it over and over again now i have a stuff container on my desk oh i do too i have one sitting behind me right now yeah all right the thing that you always say can make or break a movie we're going best child character throbby oh yeah Julian from Halloween 2018. Okay. Andy, yeah, he's hard to play. Oh, Andy's good too. He's all right for a kid. Yeah. Phoebe from the Monster Squad. Oh, she's funny. Charlie from Hereditary. Okay, Jason then... from the Stuff. Okay. Jason from Friday the Thirteenth. <laughs> okay, Ari Lehman. Yes. Alma, the stupid little vent girl from opera. 
Oh, God. When my parents beat each other, I come up here. <laughs> and Caleb from The Witch. Uh, which one's Caleb from The Witch? The main... The the boy who gets oh, the boy? an apple okay. and then like sits up screaming and everything yeah. and dies. Okay. I told you spoilers, people. Um, can you do it one more time quick? Julian Halloween, Andy Childs play, Phoebe Monster Squad, Charlie Hereditary, Jason the Stuff, Jason Friday the 13th, Alma Opera, Caleb the Witch. Well, uh, like you said, ch- kid actors can make and break it so much. Jason was okay from the stuff. He wasn't horrible. He wasn't great. <laughs> he was all right. <laughs> there, yeah, at the very end, like his line is like, but he's a child. He's like, I'm not a kid anymore. Oh, he did a lot of growing up real fast, I'm afraid. After his parents died. <laughs> Um, Andy and Child's play is actually pretty good, but he yeah. has too much of that little kid like teehee about him that he kind of annoys me. So it's almost <laughs> like, like four years old. <laughs> yeah, but still, that's why I do not have children. I'm like because until they get to a certain point, they're like fucking like stop it. Um, okay, so Andy's out. Uh, Jason's out. Also, kid Jason Ari. <laughs> Yes. I mean, it's an awesome, iconic scene, but he just jumps out of the water and is like, yeah! <laughs> um, I'm going to give it to Julian from Halloween 2018, because you can tell that was probably supposed to be such just a like throwaway little part of like, okay, one of the girls is a babysitter, because we have to throw that in there because it's Halloween. But he's actually fucking hilarious with all his line deliveries. If I remember right, they gave him more to do. Oh, yeah, he's great. What are you talking about, Alakazam? I know you're talking about smoking weed. It's like, do you want me to show your parents your uh, browser history? And he's like, uh, uh, <laughs> like, you got me. <laughs> when he hears the noise upstairs, like, no, send the boyfriend up, not you. <laughs> yeah, send Dave up. Um, so he's so good that they even brought him back for a short little tiny thing in Halloween Kills. Yes, they did. Well, I mean, I definitely nominated him from Halloween because he only had a minute in there. Yeah. But yes. Yeah, so Julian. Yeah, Julian wins the Throbby for best kid character. I did go Andy, but believe me, Julian was a runner-up, so I'm not complaining. Yeah, and I hope that, wouldn't it be awesome if he shows up with a little bit bigger of a part and ends? We'll we'll find out real soon. Yeah, I can't wait. Alright, Brett, one of the most difficult Throbbies to give out, because as you put it, you feel like you're excusing the others when you give this Throbby out. The okay. worst character. And what we mean by this is not worst acted character, like just the worst human or character. Okay, yes. Alright, so we have Dr. Chenard from Hellraiser 2. Okay. We have the Grabber from the Black Phone. Okay, you're pretty bad. <laughs> we have Dwayne and Belial's dad from Basket Oh, Cage. yeah. Yeah, I could see it. I'm glad that we got Basket Cage just in there, because he is horrible. Again, believe me, I didn't mean to nominate this movie so many times. It just fits so many <laughs> categories. But Sheriff Mooney from Killer Comes from Outer Space. Oh, he is so good. Uh, you're the 80th person to call me about this prank. I have to sit here and finish my Jack Daniels. He probably could have saved half the town if he mobilized earlier, but no. <laughs> he can't even stand up. Oh, uh, we have Patrick Bateman from American Psycho. Oh, yeah, he's fucking. Okay. We have the pet store owner from Alligator. 
yeah, he's pretty terrible. Yeah, I could see that. But he's also like he kind of gets his comeuppance. I feel of oh, especially like he gets killed. But he also does not have a good life. It's not like he's fucking like swanky Mister Business Suit, you know, walking around. He's wheeling a shopping cart full of dead dogs into the sewer. Fair. Doctor Hill from Reanimator. Okay, yeah. <laughs> and Darcy from Green Room. Which one was Darcy from Green Room again? That's Patrick Stewart. Oh, Picard. Okay. <laughs> the neo-Nazi the neo leader, yes. Uh, because they, they're like, okay, it's a bunch of skinheads. We need a bald actor. Patrick Stewart! <laughs> that was so weird, like, looking back, isn't it? Like, seeing him playing that role, I'm like, this is uncomfortable. Like, he's British. Can British people be Nazis? It's like, I guess so. I don't know. <laughs> <laughs> um, There's a lot of good ones on there. Um. Like I said, the guy from Alligator, I feel like his life is already hell, where, like, yeah, he's a horrible person, but it's not like he's, like, Mr., like, oh, I'm getting one over on everyone. Like, he seems like he's a nervous wreck all the time. So we're not adding to his bad life and calling him the worst character? No. Okay. Um, Dr. Hill, like, he was gonna plagiarize Wes' work. And he was also, like, creepy towards the Dean's daughter, but it's uh, not like she was, like, 15. She's in college. Yeah, he still tied her down naked and was gonna give her a head with a severed well, head, though. Yeah. I'm making a case for all these people for you. But I, I'm gonna have to probably go with Patrick Bateman from American Psycho, just because he's, like, such a horrible, scumbaggy person, and he's also extremely rich and gets everything he wants. I will make a note that you've excused all the rest of these characters' behaviors as perfectly fine. No. And this movie goes to Patrick Bateman from American Psycho. <laughs> I did not say the Nazis are okay. <laughs> <laughs> all right, Brett, it's that time. Okay. The final throbby of the evening. Oh, shit. Okay. And for us, that goes to the best kill. Okay. Do you remember last year it went to a frozen smashed face from Jason oh, X? That was, that's still my favorite kill in a Friday the 13th movie. Sleepaway Camp 2, Unhappy Campers, what's in the outhouse? Okay, that's horrible, yes. <laughs> we have elevator decapitation with a necklace from Deep Red. Okay. We have the sleeping bag roast from Friday the 13th, 2009. That's also, like, fucking terrible, just getting burn alive we have the drum symbol head removal from studio 666 okay we have <laughs> the phone pole kill from hereditary yeah we have the garage door from scream we have the meat hook from texas chainsaw massacre and the chainsaw drop from american psycho all right, can I have them one more time? All right. Outhouse Trivia, Sleepaway Camp 2, Elevator Decapitation, Deep Red, Sle Sleeping Bag Roast, Friday the 13th, Symbol Head Removal, Studio 666, Phone Pole, Hereditary, Garage Door, Scream, Meat Hook, Texas Chainsaw Massacre, and Chainsaw Drop Down the Stairs, American Psycho. I don't know if I would put... Did she, I don't think she dies on the Meat Hook, because doesn't he put her in the ice box and she still pops out? Does she die on the Meat Hook? 
I honestly Maybe. don't remember now. But okay, that one's not going to get it though. So okay, it yeah, never mind. Take that out. Um, the garage door kill is cool, and it's like a nice use of practical effects. But when I think of that scene, I think of like, oh no, are you going to be the deranged killer? And Ghostface is like, yeah. Can I be the helpless victim? He's like, yeah, that's what I was planning on. <laughs> yes. The hereditary death is extremely memorable especially but what i remember most about that is the brother's reaction to it of just oh, like yeah. oh fuck just like completely shuts down yeah this know. is however you want to judge it it doesn't have to be gore it doesn't have to be how you felt like right what it did anything like that <sighs> i'm gonna go with the sleeping bag kill over the fire from the Friday the 13th remake. Just because it's horrible. Like, she's tied in a sleeping bag over the fire and is being roasted alive. To the point of, like, she's screaming. Her friends try to come and help her. He gets stuck in a bear trap. Then she finally dies and falls out of the sleeping bag. But there's a good amount of time she's in there, like, shaking around and screaming. Like, you see her skin, like, burning off and shit. Like... That one, I think, grabs me the most. Oh, yeah, it's rough watch, which makes a reigning, defending, yes. undisputed champion for best kills two years in a row, our special lake boy, Jason Voorhees. Yes, Jason is the king of kills. So, the throbby for best kill goes to Friday the 13th, 2009, the sleeping bag roast. Two of remake. I know, man... I hate to give Platinum Dunes any credit, but there you guys go. You get one. Yeah. But it's just Jason takes over. It, he has to win. Jason's the best. Fair point. And that concludes the second annual Throbby Awards. Holy shit. Yeah. Everyone, thanks everyone for listening for a second year. Come back for the third year. We got way more going. You thought this year was big. Uh, I can actually say pretty confidently. This coming year, we'll have at least more episodes just for one specific reason. Yes. Oh, yeah. You, you, we had extra episodes from the year before this year. This next year is going to be even more. We have some awesome things planned out, especially with October coming around. So, yeah, that's the nice thing about the year end because you know, you have like two more episodes than we hit October. So, we're getting exactly. right into it. We have a lot of cool stuff coming up. Um, obligatory thank you for listening for the pet for the second year now. All that. Yes. Stuff. Thank you to all we of do our guests. It. All the guests we've had on, all the interviews that we've been able to do. Intern Corey for being our intern. Yes. <laughs> and that's all I think I got on year two throbbies. Awesome. Yeah. So uh, return. This is our bonus episode. So there'll be something out this Friday. Uh, who knows what it'll be? And we hope that the year two throbbies have left your brain throbbing with horror. <laughs>